1: In the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: There's our guy, Jared Goff. Brian writes in, Oh my God, I said the same thing. I was like, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. Rich says, I'm with both you guys. Screw the Super Bowl. And I hope Casey throttles him. Next one. I said the exact same thing. No Super Bowl. Who would I root for? Next one, I said the exact same thing last night. I'm boycotting the Super Bowl. I'm not watching it. Next one, I tell you what, most Lions fans aren't going to watch the Super Bowl. Watch the ratings. It's going to do fine. (laughs) Will from Eekster says, I think we all shouldn't watch the Super Bowl. Next one, amen to not watching the Super Bowl. I'm not watching either. David and Gregory says, Doug, I'm with you. I I made a post shortly after the game. I've seen the last 20 Super Bowls. I'm not watching this year. I literally said to a co-worker on the break, I'll just check the score after it's over. I'm not watching. That's from Jones at work. Al says, because of your job, you have to watch the Super Bowl, but I don't want to.
3: Mm.
4: Do we have to?
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, champ and chump, Gator. Look, my champ of the weekend is Brad Holmes. I still absolutely have faith in this guy. love this guy. He's built the team to be this good and come within a hair of going to a Super Bowl. Uh, yep, that's me on his leg. <laughs> I love Brad Holmes. He's my champ of the weekend. <sighs> I'm gonna
4: go with Jamison Williams. The touchdown to start the game, the fourth play of the game, forty two yards, the end around was fantastic. Broke tackles, broke his shirt. Uh it was it was amazing. Caught the Overcame touch- the
2: broken shirt.
4: Yeah, overcame the broken shirt. Uh caught the touchdown pass. Um, towards the end of the game as well. Uh, in between had a, a, a great uh, reception where he wrestled the ball away. Yeah, he didn't catch the one over his shoulder. We can get into that later. But um, I was happy to see JMO kind of in full force. They unleashed him a little bit, even though it was only a, a few plays. That's what he can do, and that's why he's exciting, and I was happy for JMO. Uh,
2: my chump is, and look, I can't chump anybody from the Lions. I just can't. I'm trying to keep it all in perspective I'm going to chump the Pistons. <laughs> Why? They won two out of three. I got a bet with Kang, and I bet they'd win three in a row this year. They beat Charlotte last week. Then they played hapless and lowly Washington. Lost to them on Friday, I believe it was. Came back yesterday and beat Oklahoma City, the top seed in the West.
4: So I think Saturday lost. Washington.
2: What, wh- whatever. It, it, the point being... Had they beaten Washington, I would have won the damn bet. But they uh-huh. managed to lose to Washington right before beating Oklahoma City. Are you effing kidding me? Pistons. Oh, Are you not watching the NBA
5: Finals? I'm not watching the NBA
4: <laughs> <laughs> Well, they allowed me to get in on the bet, too, which was fun. Um, but I was rooting for you. I was rooting for the Pistons that game. Like you, I literally wrote in my show sheet, I can't chump a lion this week. Season was too good. I'll pick on Juwan Howard instead. Michigan hoops is pathetic. They can't put it together. And you know, I imagine that seat is uh, even the Ward Manual didn't say it's hot, it's gotta be hot, right?
2: Yeah, I think the only thing that would right now, the the health situation might buy him some time, but at the end of the day, it's not good. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's talk to the people. They've been very patient. We go to John in Redford, you're on ninety seven on the ticket. Hi, John.
3: How you doing, fellas?
2: Okay. All right.
3: I just want to talk about the game yesterday. I know the Lions made a lot of mistakes in the second half. They dropped passes. The players went out there, and San Francisco players made great plays. Other than all of that, as a head coach, you just have to be smarter than this. Sometimes Dan Campbell is like a maniac. He coached the game like he's playing a video game. Every NFL coach and NFL player already know. If it's fourth and thirty-five on his own five-yard line, he's going for it.
4: Well, John, what they, they, they do at the end of the first half? What they do at not, the at not, the end of the first half? It's the end of the first half. Know. It's it's fourth and goal from the two. And what they do?
3: You got to keep. T- you got to. He kicked three field goals. I mean, he kicked one field
2: goal. He should have kicked three. Well, I'll say this. Thank you, you for a phone the phone call. One, I, yeah. I mean, I I I said it a couple months ago. You need to learn to accept that this is who Dan Campbell is and being authentically him is what got him there. And losing that game is painful. Losing that game being yourself is painful. Losing that game not being yourself is worse. You have to, you, you, you really have to say and accept that this is who Dan Campbell is. And the truth is, I mean, Costa went through, God bless him, the entire thing. You know what they were on fourth and three or less this year? In enemy territory. They were 18 of 21. That's pretty sweet. And and so this is who he is, and that's what got him here. And I, I could say in the moment, I said, look, I'd kick the field goal, but I also – don't want Dan Campbell to deviate from who Dan Campbell is because I think that's as much a part of why they're here as anything. And losing being yourself is not as bad as losing being somebody else. And that's who he is.
4: I can accept it. I would have done things differently in the second half. I would have kicked both field goals. I said it at the time. Um, it, the first one for sure because it would have been taking the three points that they had just gotten on the board to start the second half. Would have taken it right away from them. And it would have been a forty-five or forty-six-yard field goal, totally makeable. Um, but I recognize the same thing too. Look, I can watch any game and say, "I do this, I do that," and, and it might differ from the head coach. It doesn't mean I don't believe in a head coach. I do, and I do believe that this is part of what makes Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell. And I think it, we've we've had examples in the past, in this in this season alone, where they made mistakes. Things didn't go their way and they were able to battle through that stuff and still come out on top. They were down by the Bears. Was it by 10 points? They were down to the Bears with five minutes to go and they came back and won that game, right? They got it done. Despite mistakes that were made, they were able to do it. Last night, they couldn't get past the mistakes. They couldn't get past either one of the the Josh Reynolds drops. They couldn't get past the, the Jameer Gibbs fumble. They couldn't get past the, you know, the the ball that bounced off of uh, Vildor's helmet and hands, and they couldn't get past the, the ball that slipped through Jamo's hands.
5: So I personally would have kicked the field goal that you guys were talking about right after halftime, after the Niners, you know, scored three points. But whatever he decided in that moment, I, I was cool with because this is who Dan Campbell is. You just gotta accept it. Yeah. This is who the team is, and if you praise Dan Campbell for being a great leader and you praise them through this out this entire journey of getting this team here. You can't turn your back on him now because that's who he is. And that's part of him being a leader of this team. You're asking him to do something. It's not him. That's not him. But that's part of how he led this team. So you have to accept that. And by the way, you just read off the stats. It's worked out more times than not. (laughs) And he's not going to be perfect.
2: And by the way, that play worked.
5: (laughs) Everything but there. the final spot. Everything the, but the, yeah, the, yeah, but, exe- the but final the catch. execution. Yeah.
4: I mean, was it the best throw the golf could have made? No, but it was but a I think catchable he threw in a, throw in a
5: spot where he had to yeah. as well. It I mean, it was a catchable pass ball
4: and he didn't and catch it.
2: Not as catchable as the next one that was dropped. The third and ten. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, ultimately.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
5: Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news...
2: They they had great success in enemy territory under those same circumstances all season long. And I I really, I, I I have learned to accept that, and I think a huge part of Dan Campbell's success is being authentically Dan Campbell. And that includes, I'll accept well, it. I, I, others won't, but I, that's why I'm willing to accept it. It's also not, it's not like a
4: crazy fourth and sixth play. It's fourth and two. Right, and at the end, in the later in the second half, it was fourth and three. I didn't like that one either. But these aren't these crazy stretches that people want to make it seem like the previous caller says. If it's fourth and thirty-five from their own five-yard line, he's going to go for it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do oh, yeah. absolutely bat crazy things. All right, he takes calculated risks that straddle the line of do you or don't you.
2: I just I'm I'm accepting that that's. That's who he is. None of these were. His, I mean, my man created fourth and thirty-five from his own five, and it wasn't that. No, two four eight five three nine ninety-seven ninety-seven. Let's go to Roger in Plymouth. Hi, Roger.
3: Hey, good morning, guys. What's up? You know, yeah. My my thoughts are this. You know, it, it, it's it's very easy to look back, but I'm right now. I'm looking forward, and next year they're going to play. A couple things concern me. Next year, they're going to play a first-place schedule. They're going to play with the big boys. And they're going to probably lose two coordinators. And no. I'm,
4: they I'm, might I'm they, looking. they might not lose any coordinators.
2: I expect them to Johnson, lose
4: more. They're not going to lose Johnson or Glenn? There's two jobs left, and I don't think they're going to lose Aaron Glenn. And, you know, Ben Johnson's competing with some pretty big names. But, I mean, Ben Johnson could go. I just – I'm sorry. I don't mean to – to jump on you, Roger. I, I just don't think I don't think they're gonna lose both. They might lose one.
3: Well, I, I hope they don't lose Johnson because we all know that, you know, Campbell doesn't call the offense or the defense.
4: Oh, well, he did.
3: I mean I mean he he makes the big decisions to no, go he,
4: Well, if you go back to the first season, once they fired Anthony Lynn from his offensive coordinator duties, Dan Campbell took over calling the plays that year. And then offense started to click. So I'm not, I'm not terribly concerned. Look, I'd, I'd rather hang on to Ben Johnson, of course. But I feel as though they'll be able to fill his shoes. I'm not going to say not miss a beat, but they have the chance to not miss a beat because what's what's been consistent is Dan Campbell.
3: And that's true. He's a great motivator. I just, you know, I, I guess I hope that, that Holmes and the general manager, and I do have this faith, that if he's as good as, replacing coordinators or, or that kind of pers- coaching personality is with drafting. I think we'll be all right, but I'm just a little concerned.
2: Understandable. I mean, there is reason to be concerned. There are challenges ahead. These are is, <laughs> rich people, problems. You're really good. People raid your staff, harder to sign players. I mean, getting to the top, getting to this point, I should say is one thing staying here and going to the next level. Isn't easy. They have to have a good off season, and they'll have enough resources to have a good off season, especially with the way they handle their draft picks. And, I mean, I'm hopeful that a whole bunch of their young players continue to get better. I mean, if, if there's no doubt that they are left with a hunger. There's no doubt that all of their young players are left wanting more. Does that motivate him That's through the, the offseason? <laughs> yeah, basically. They're one of the youngest teams in the NFL. I
4: mean, you had three guys in a team that had championship game experience. Three. Anzalone, Jared Goff, and C.D. Deuce.
2: And you see how many championship S- games?
4: Seven games total between the three against San Francisco's, what, seventy-one
2: 70, or seventy-three, I think it was. It's Carson Anderson, 97-1 the ticket.
1: Okay, picture this.